0: I think these are our seats, Amy, over here. Excuse mm. me.
1: Excuse
0: me. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. So sorry. 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 So, sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse oh, me. Lunge up. God. Oh, thank God. Oh. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited for this uh, dance recital. I can't wait. I got my snacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What'd you mm-hmm. get? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I got um, I got some
0: wine. Oh, very nice. Uh-huh. I have wine too. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. And I have some popcorn. I'm... <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Oh, oh, the lights are getting low. Okay, okay. It's about to start. Okay. Wow. Whoa. Damn. Look at those feet. I know. The, the curtain is still not fully up yet. It's just feet dancing. This is incredible. I wonder if they're attached to bodies. I know. I can't wait to find out. Don't shush me. I'm talking to my friend. Mind your own fucking Mind business, your own business. Buddy. I'm trying to enjoy the tap show. Hey, hey, you're the one who's causing a scene. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Shh. Sorry. Shh, 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 Oh, the curtain's going up. Okay, good. good oh, okay. Oh, shh, shh, shh. Wait a second. Oh, my God, Amy. Do you see who that is in the front? Uh, is that who I think it is? The one, The one with the sequins headband? Yeah. Is that robert r it is robert r oh my god i Woo! love robert Woo! robert we you fuck you shut up that's my friend up there that's Damn. my friend fuck you okay very good okay oh wow, wait robert who's this shuffling off of from the side oh my god oh god everyone got so quiet hold on <laughs> they took a break it's okay oh wait here here they come Okay. Wait a second, I know. I recognize those knees anywhere. Yes, that's Derek.
1: Derek, oh my God,
0: Derek. Derek. You shut up, sir. You shut up, that's my friend. Yeah, well, there they go. Oh, they stumbled a little bit, but I don't think anyone noticed. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Okay, and then, wait a second. What is about to happen here? Oh my God! My God! All right, I guess we're clapping now. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm gonna Somebody's stand up. Somebody's coming down from the ceiling. I, I'm gonna stand up too. I don't care. No, I'm standing yeah, you up. You fuck stand up. You can Why don't you stand up too? Why don't yeah. you stand up? Okay. This is this is what's up. <laughs> All right, That's all right, the dancers are, are, like, on stage just clapping, and they formed a line. All wow. right, a curtain in the back has just gone up, and I see the silhouette of someone very incredible. Oh, my God. Yes! It's is it Quarter them? B! Ah! Yeah!
1: I love you, Quarter B! <laughs> yes!
0: This is incredible.
1: You shut up!
0: Yes. Amy, I can't believe it! David B, Robert R., and Derek, now they're coming down into the audience and they're like grabbing people out of their seats. Oh my god, let's get up there, girlfriend! It's so interactive. Yes, I'm getting up there. Here we come! Thank you, everyone, for joining our Patreon! Woo! Woo! <laughs> Previously on Hoya Podcast. Holy shit, this is a biggity-wiggity. I'm ready it? and I don't want to fuck around anymore. I just want to get to the king of the hill. It's been so long. 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 We are talking about High Anxiety. Part
1: one of a doubleheader, a mid-season cliffhanger. I thought
0: this was called Hanky Panky, motherfucker. Right. It is
1: it is called Hanky Panky. Hanky. Run, We're talking about Hanky Panky. <laughs> <laughs> Part 1 of a double header.
0: <laughs> you also had like a really intense aggressive like looking face. <laughs> and that's something only you could bring to sandwich making. So, let them try. <laughs> you pitch us an idea and we'll do our best to stomp on it. We edged you for as long as we could with these two, this double header, and we edged
1: you, and we edged you, and now we're finally gonna let you release. Let you release. Oh, wait, hold hold it in just a second longer. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, you big <laughs> shit. Call the homework hotline and find out what six plus nine equals. We got, a, we got the stamp of approval from Wes Archer on it, and that guy knows sexy. sexy. All of Hank's hard work and dedication to gas is finally paying off. Get Hank is receiving the Blue Flame of Valor, Valor Award. Buck come in. with Debbie Grund, who is smoking hot. A real smoke show. Aren't you pretty? I can see how you'd make a weak man stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we hear in the background, jackass, it's Ms. Liz. Miss Liz. Buck's wife. Wife. She's like, that's it, we're done. Expect to hear from my lawyer soon.
0: I thought he said graphic. D
1: for dumbass. No, no, he says done. Like, you're done. Get out of here. Oh. Very getting good. Getting confused, Jackie. It's understandable. It's these your age. <laughs> <laughs> is in full save all my assets mode because miss liz is coming for my junk and i have no defense because i was literally making out with this woman in front of hundreds of people i like to eat i like to hump and i don't like to drive put that on my tombstone, my
0: tombstone.
1: give me whatever cash you have in your wallet and it just gives them money and Buck writes on, congratulations, you own Sugarfoots now. You,
0: you have to give it back to me once the divorce is over. Buck doesn't need to worry about Hank at all, but he, I don't think he took into account Peggy. As soon as she notarizes it, she's just like, you are officially the owner of Sugarfoots, Hank. And as your wife, I own half of Sugarfoots. Sugarfoots. Buck unloads all of his assets. He is gone. He's
1: kicked out of Strickland. The, the Strickland in Strickland Propane. That's where Miss Lee is. Dang it, Miss Liz, let go my egos. He is living at Debbie's apartment with her roommate, Gail. He's got a gun, <laughs> a saddle, and like a shoebox of cash. of cash. Miss Liz promotes him to manager and also gives him this beautiful monogrammed lighter as a gift. Later that night, he gets a phone call, a propane emergency from Miss Liz, and he rushes over, and he's greeted by... A- and also smoking hot Miss Liz in Got a smoke show. There's candles everywhere. It is sexy and romantic. He's kind of looking at the tank. He's like, I don't really see any issue. He turns around to talk to Miss Liz, and she just takes her hair down and drops her
0: robe. She is butt ass naked. Woo, woo. She's coming on to him, and she straight up is like, I want to make soup with you in this jacuzzi. Oh, oh,
1: oh. He's horrified, he's terrified, he just screams. And then he has to go into work the next day and see her. She's just like, I'm so sorry, I'm so embarrassed, but I needed like a leg up on Buck. And then she's just like, but here's your new manager's uniform. And it's like booty shorts and knee high socks. Boy toy! Just <laughs> little hot pants. Just like the sexiest little shorts that she
0: could give Hank, and the poor, the poor guy puts them on. Hank, like he's a little Von Trapp child. With a beer gut. <laughs> just skipping through like the mountains of Austria. Poor Hank,
1: he's just being humiliated. He's in the middle of Miss Liz and Buck, their divorce. He's stressed as shit and he starts smoking again. And Dale just goes, I thought you quit cause cigarettes cause death. <laughs> they do, you know, so pace yourself. So pace yourself and he goes to a convenience store and grabs some more cigarettes. And when he comes back out, who is
0: practically nude in his truck? Debbie Graham. She's only wearing her bra and panties. The tiniest black underwear, black bra, and sneakers. The most bold bold look and he's just like what are you doing no i do not
1: consent to this he's trying to run away from her you're sleeping with buck and she goes no i was sleeping with my boss and you're my boss Mm -hmm. so let's do it it. he runs around she chases him gets back in and locks the doors and she's just pissed she is so mad and she's like nobody rejects After all of this. He comes home, and who's sitting in the chair in the living room with a shotgun? In his house. Buck, Buck Strickland, Strickland. With a fucking shotgun.
0: He's sitting there in the dark with a shotgun. My first thought would be, my wife and child are dead. Miss Liss has told him that
1: he and she made soup, which is just the most disgusting way to describe fucking in my entire life. I, Because I, all I can think of is clam chowder.
0: Oh, I, I love
1: clam chowder. Delirious says... When Miss Liz calls it soup, my asshole closes. (laughs) Hank is like, you know I have one mistress, and that is propane and Peggy understands she has an understanding with me
0: about that. But I mean he must have been sitting there for hours with that shotgun. Yeah. But then he's immediately like, oh Hank, I believe you. I know you don't have sex. Well that's not entirely accurate. Hey babe, I'm horny. And Here's gives a me picture a call. of how horny I am.
1: Yeah, here look at my rock hard junk in my pants, which is always a hot picture. But however, Debbie calls Hank and
0: she's like, Tell
1: Peggy that Hank slept with Debbie. And Hank is just like, oh, who is this? She's like, it's
0: Debbie and I'm gonna get
1: you. He stalls Debbie by saying like, yes, we are going to do it. And Debbie is like, ooh, I love it when you talk dirty to me. (laughs) And Hank hangs up the phone, he's like, oh god, I just had phone sex. So Hank rushes to Sugar Fits. Buck and Liz arrive at the same time. They reconcile over the sheer horror of what Peggy has done to Sugar <laughs> They're just like, what the fuck happened to this place? And that's when they get really horny and do it. Oh, yeah. So Hank's like, oh, fuck, Debbie. She's on her way over here. So She's he gonna rushes. She's going to destroy my marriage. Just like she tried to with Buck and Liz. So he rushes over to the singles complex, rushes to her apartment. She's not there. So he's waiting around for Debbie to come back. But it turns out, Debbie's never gonna come back.
0: Oh my God.
1: All of a sudden, we're back at Sugarfoots and we hear Pa-pow! Pa-pow! a shotgun blasting in the distance. And what does Peggy
0: do? Like a dumb, dumb idiot? Goes outside to investigate. I wonder if this is some kind of Montana thing, if they're notorious for their terrible barbecue, which Hi. Montanans, you're on notice. On
1: notice. Oh she looks in the dumpster and what does she see?
0: A dead
1: Debbie. Poor thing, what a, what a horrible way to be found.
0: Oh my god! And that's the episode. Should we just go ahead and end this and get into that, since we want to figure out what the hell happened to Debbie? Who done it? Let's get into this. Who done it? I'm who so tired. Who killed Debbie dead in the dumpster?
1: Dead, Debbie, dead,
0: dead, dead. dead. Amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Come on. <laughs>
0: Welcome, everyone, to a part two! Woo-wee! Happy to be here! I can't wait to figure out what the hell is going on! <laughs> who did it? Why did they? Where did they? When? And when? And with what? With what? And whom? And who? <laughs> I'm sure we're all dying to find out who killed Debbie the murder mystery of the century everyone today we're talking about uh season 4 episode 14 uh, I didn't even do that on the last one uh, <laughs> I just realized that holy shit I think uh rodeo days was 12 so hanky panky must have been 13 so today we must be doing season <laughs> 4 episode 14 high anxiety which The last episode, Hanky Panky, was a cliffhanger, so this is Mm. our official part two. That's right. Everybody get your number twos out, and let's get on to this number two episode, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. But first, we have to do shout-outs. Let's do a real quick, get it out of the way.
1: Get them out of the way. We got a bunch of iTunes reviews. Want to say thank you to everybody
0: so far, but... Much appreciated. Let let me highlight one of them. hmm? How about that? I'm going to do the same thing. Okay, all right. So
1: this one is from Social Armadillo, and the title says Kathy and Jimmy is the Goose of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> it says a uh, third attempt at writing a review. I had to make an Apple account just to give you two five stars. I think maybe my review was too long, so I'll keep this short and send an email. Dang old yo man, and they did send us an iTunes like the what they tried to post, and it was incredibly beautiful and touching and so well thought out honestly it brought a tear to my eye not even kidding Mine too. it was it was incredible thank you so much for the beautiful beautiful email and taking the time to try and write a review three
0: times thank you so much thank you it it did bring a tear to my eye too especially for how i we talked about it in the last episode which we just recorded so it's fresh in our minds <laughs> um, but just talking about how we had to take a break and things have been so stressful and busy. And, and I think everyone can relate when you're stressed out and overwhelmed. That's bad enough. But a lot of the time there's always this additional sense of guilt Mm -hmm. on top because you can't like, uh, maybe like you're not able to like be there as much for like other people in your life. And I've definitely been feeling so guilty that I haven't been able to devote time to the podcast. So just hearing that, hearing that like such nice feedback and and that people enjoy what we do and and it, it's so it's so validating and and I'm just so grateful and I only want to do a good job for everyone so thank you so much that's really nice. Thank you so much, Social Armadillo. Beautiful email, beautiful review. Thank you. And I have an iTunes shout out as well, and it is from April 9th, and it's by. New dad socio-nerd. Yes. (laughs) And the subject says, incredible podcast. Thank you. And the body says, I love this podcast. I've been watching King of the Hill religiously for years. The fact that it was on for 13 seasons is a testament to how well the writing for the show is, parentheses, was, to have the main character as a staunch conservative. I think there's supposed to be a comma. Okay. Okay the fact that it was on for 13 seasons is a testament to how well the writing for the show is slash was to have the main character as a staunch conservative however I mean at this there
1: <laughs> at the main character sta-
0: so it would be to have the main character as a staunch conservative however
1: at the same time he is a hard-working does that make sense It doesn't matter. Read it however the fuck you want to read it. Well, I'm going to leave all of this (laughs) in,
0: just so you know, new dad, socio-nerd, we're trying. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. To have the main character as a staunch conservative, pause, however, pause, at the same time, he is a hardworking personality who, though he is steadfast in his ideals, his biggest struggles are in living in a world where he tries to (laughs) empathize, empathize, empathize with those who believe other than how he does i'm sorry you two have amazing chemistry and you are funny as all heck keep up the great work thank you thank you sorry we could not read that very well but your sentiment i hope it came across and we didn't fudge it up with our uh, insufficient reading abilities, but thank you so I much. I loved it. Oh uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very nuanced show, and I'm glad. I love uh, when people are able to see that it's not just mm-hmm. like anyway, whatever. Thank you. Thank you very much. Seriously, really Seriously. appreciate it. Are we ready to get into the episode? Yes, please. For the love of Christ. all right, all right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh... Air date! February 13th, 2000. Valentine's Day, I guess. Right? The yeah, day before right. Valentine's Day? That's right. All right. So we kind of pick up where we left off in uh, the previous episode, Hanky Panky. So if you'll recall, Hank was, uh, Ms. Liz and Buck just reunited at Sugarfoots. Uh, so that's one thing Hank can take off of his plate. But then he also remembers, oh, crap, I'm still dealing with this Debbie stuff. She is going to come to Sugarfoots to tell Peggy that we have been having an affair. She's going to try and destroy my marriage. She's trying to blackmail me. So I got this one thing taken care of. Now I just need to go wrap this other thing up. So Wrap it up. Wrap it up. (laughs) I'll take care. (laughs) So Hank... So Hank heads over to the singles apartment complex next door where Debbie lives with her roommate, Gail. And Debbie's not there yet. So Hank just kind of decides, I'll wait here. I'll hang out with Gail until Debbie comes back. And then I'll just try and talk things out with her. Hopefully we can like figure this out because I'm not trying to have her destroy my marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, While he's waiting around, he's of course stressed out. Uh, And if you'll recall in the previous episode, he has started smoking again because of the stress. Understandable. Mm. Uh, So he's hanging out. He sees Debbie's roommate, Gail, this kind of gangly, long-haired hippie dude who's on eBay a lot because it's the year 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, He sees Gail smoking what he assumes is a cigarette. And he's like, you know what? I could use a cigarette, too, while I wait here with you, Gail. So he tries lighting a cigarette with that lighter that Ms. Liz gave him. It has his initials on it, HRH for Hank Rutherford Hill. (laughs) Uh, The lighter's not working, right? So Hank's like, you know what? Let me borrow your cigarette and I'll monkey fuck my cigarette using (laughs) your cigarette. Right. So he puts the butts together and inhales uh, trying to light his cigarette. But in doing so, he inadvertently inhales Gail's cigarette, which is not a cigarette. It's a marijuana joint. Woo! Whoopsie-doozle. Whoopsie. He, <laughs> Hank is such a lightweight, he can't hang at all, so he immediately starts coughing. <laughs> and gail's like whoa you're trying to like really party huh and hank realizes this is not a cigarette this is a marijuana cigarette (laughs) he starts freaking out he tries to like make himself vomit so he can get the drugs out of his system um not
1: how it works (laughs) not
0: it's only going to make his high worse i would imagine
1: yep Yep. um
0: He's like trying to purge over the toilet, and while he's doing that, his Hank Rutherford Hill Zippo lighter falls out of his pocket and onto the bathroom floor. He doesn't realize that it has fallen out of his pocket. He can't puke the marijuana out of his system, <laughs> so he uh, doesn't. He's freaking out. He's trying to figure out what to do. He he is trying to head home, but being a responsible young. Lad, he decides I can't drive, I'm under the influence, so he attempts to walk home. But we know that Sugarfoot's is right next to this singles complex, so he's walk- trying to walk home. He's walking by Sugarfoot's and he sees that there are a ton of cop cars outside of Sugarfoot's. Mm-hmm. And his first thought is, Oh my god, it's cops, they're gonna know I'm high. This is terrifying. I'm just going to try and slip by Sugarfoots and be really, really discreet. Hopefully no one will notice me. I just have to get home and sleep off these drugs. But (laughs) Bobby immediately spots him and tries calling out to him, but he pretends to not hear. And (laughs) he would have gotten away with it and just slipped by, except then Peggy tries to get his attention and she's just straight up like, I was just thinking of Kathy and Jimmy screaming into a microphone. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, there's no way he can possibly ignore this. She's screaming at him, of course. Like everyone can hear her, and probably turns and looks all the cops, and they're just like, "Who's she screaming at?" Oh, I guess that guy over there. So he can't just he can't just walk away. He has to like. Mm-mm acknowledge them and and head over and, and just see what's going on. I know. I love the little moment that he takes. Like, he hears her screaming, and then she stops.
1: And so he just, like, takes a moment to, like, try and put a smile on before he turns around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you there. Oh, hey! <laughs> so he walks up to this uh, scene at Sugarfoots where there are all these cop cars and lights flashing and all the- Peggy and Bobby and all the workers are outside. And- this is when he finds out that Debbie is dead. <laughs> they found they found her remains in the dumpster behind Sugarfoots. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to Sheriff Mumford, who is a local sheriff, and he's investigating this crime. Much to his what chagrin or annoyance somebody yeah. has went ahead and called in the texas rangers it was peggy peggy called of in. <laughs> i love that yeah. i
1: love your show i love that walker <laughs> i love that walker <laughs> <laughs> i know she's waving she's so excited <laughs> like
0: like uh walker texas ranger is real life and they're all right or they're all on that show yeah it's like cops mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i love that walker um <laughs> And so the sheriff is just like, we don't need, you know, he's kind of putting off this energy, just like, oh, somebody called the Texas Rangers. We don't need them. We could solve this on our own. Thank you very much. Uh, Sheriff Mumford tries to question Hank, but Hank is obviously very anxious and very high. (laughs) I can't imagine how terrifying it is to talk to a cop while lights are flashing, while you're stoned.
1: Over a murder
0: Not even just because you're high, but because somebody was fucking murdered. Well, I I kind of I think I think it's during this scene, but I think like Hank is all anxious, and the cop is just like, we want to like question. No, this is later on, but like the cop is just like, you're a suspect, and Hank is like, Oh god, no. And and (laughs) Sheriff Mumford's like, for the murder of Debbie Grund, and Hank's just like, Oh, oh, okay, okay, thank God. He's just so scared he's going to get like arrested for smoking like marijuana that <laughs> he's real he like can't even like he doesn't have enough uh, cognitive energy to be wor- like concerned about Peggy's or uh, Debbie's murder. <laughs> <laughs> um so the cop Sheriff Mumford is trying to question him but Hank is just so anxious and he just kind of passes up answering questions just feigning grief over uh, Debbie's death mm-hmm. um, but this kind of his behavior kind of starts to rouse the suspicions of Sheriff Mumford right? who was like just a real like slick smooth th- but like thick as like molasses there's just something really like yeah. he's suspicious and he's always kind of I don't know He's he's got that like I'm on to you or like I'm figuring this out energy even though it's totally wrong every time it's every an time idiot. yeah but For how suspicious Hank acts, he's justified in in being really suspicious of Hank. Yeah. The next day, we see everyone at Strickland Propane, and I love this part. Everyone's just, like, trying to cope with the loss of Debbie, and they're kind of gathered around her desk, and I I love it because, first of all, she has a picture of herself on her own desk. (laughs) And then her desk is covered in flowers and your first thought is like, oh my God, people are bringing these flowers out of respect. But no, like Hank points out, like, she just bought these flowers for herself. Like, what a shame.
1: (laughs) I never noticed that line or
0: that scene
1: until this recent rewatch and i laughed so hard i was like oh my god that's such a good stupid little detail i love it (laughs) she
0: had just bought those flowers for herself (laughs) i only (laughs) just noticed it this time too it's so funny god so good um (laughs) (laughs) and the picture of herself i love it yep that's how we know it's her desk yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hank doesn't realize around this time Hank doesn't realize that there is evidence like being planted to frame him by Buck because nobody knows who killed Debbie but I think Buck is worried oh maybe Miss Liz snapped and killed Debbie so he's trying to like frame Hank so Miss Liz can get off uh, Miss Liz, I think, probably assumes that Buck killed Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the uh, Sheriff Mumford was already suspicious of Hank, but now like evidence, actual evidence is like starting to be planted against him. Uh, so it just kind of puts even more of a spotlight on him. Mm-hmm. That, that evening after they all, you know, <laughs> were checking out Debbie's flowers at work, Sheriff Mumford <laughs> shows up to <laughs> Hank's house uh, to let. Hank know that he is officially a suspect in Debbie's murder, and it's unfortunate the timing too because Hank shows or Hank is at his house and what is he trying to burn? His clothing because he thinks it still smells like weed. That's right. He's worried that his clothing still smells like marijuana, so instead of I don't know washing it a bunch of times or donating it or or just bear I don't know burying it or something. Uh, he decides to burn it on his grill, <laughs> of all things. And so he's in the middle of doing this when Sheriff Mumford shows up. And how suspicious do you look? How suspicious do you look? You are burning your clothes on your grill, right? And it smells I, well, awful. And, yeah, and he's like, he's like, "What are you cooking?" And
1: he and Hank's just like, "Nothing." And he's like, "Well." I mean, isn't that smoke coming out of your grill? And he's like, oh yeah, it's just burgers. And he's like, funny smelling burgers. What kind of herbs you got oh. in that? And and
0: Hank's like, oh, herbs. That's street talk for marijuana. Oh God, he knows. <laughs> he knows, he knows. Herbs. <laughs> um. So Hank is such a suspect. I mean, of course yeah. he is. <laughs> he, he might as well be
1: like burning debbie's hands or something the way that he's acting
0: yeah or yeah just her picture or something it's it's all very suspicious and this yeah. sheriff this meddling sheriff is just like guess what not only are you a suspect but uh mrs hill i think you should know that what we believe that your husband and debbie may have had like something going on between them uh, it's either that
1: or it was mislit something it, i can't remember fully but yeah he like says something about either Debbie coming on to him or
0: Miss Liz coming on to him, one or the other. I think it was Miss Liz. And poor Peggy. She's, I think the sheriff tries to, (laughs) sometimes I think he's such a piece of shit, but he's just like, oh, Mrs. Hill, would you mind going inside? I'm going to tell your husband a dirty joke. I'm like, like, fuck you. And she's, she's just like, Sheriff, I know you're going to be like talking about the case and whatever. And, and you know, anything that you tell my husband or talk to my husband about, you can talk about in front of me. We have no secrets between us. And then he says something like, so then you know about the relationship between him and miss Liz. She's like, mm-hmm, yes. What relationship? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> so now she's like, she doesn't know what's real. Uh, and Hank, Again, he just can't get down. He can't party or anything. (laughs) Uh, He's such a noob that he eventually starts to question, did I have something to do with Debbie's murder? Mm -hmm. Was I so blacked out and messed up on marijuana that I killed her and I don't even realize it? I took this one puff of of marijuana (laughs) and maybe I completely lost my mind and went insane and killed her. So now he's, like, starting to worry, maybe I, maybe I am right. responsible for her death because of this marijuana-induced blackout. Um, I feel like I'm just all over the place. There's so much that's going on. There's so much evidence being planted against him. At one point, Buck tries to meet with Hank secretly to record a supposed secret confession right. that he's going to anonymously give to the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff discovers Hank's lighter at Debbie and Gail's apartment. Hank has already been acting really suspicious, but in an attempt to jog his own memory, he goes back to the dumpster where they <laughs> discovered <laughs> Debbie and tries like throwing in big like bags of flour or sand just to see like, does this feel familiar? Did I dump a dead body into this <laughs> dumpster? <laughs> And so it just like all this stuff points to him killing Debbie. I right. mean, maybe I believe he killed Debbie at this point. Well, okay,
1: so after he like tries to throw the bag the bags of sand, that's when Buck comes
0: up and is like, "Hey, let's go for a trip." Yeah, Buck even tries like planning evidence in his uh, mm-hmm. in Hank's truck. Poor Hank. I know. What a doormat. <laughs> I know. Eventually Hank is able to figure out I couldn't have murdered Debbie because I can go back and look at the eBay auction mm. that Gail was in the middle of he was trying to buy some like super rare matchbox car for like three or four hundred dollars on eBay and the auction closed right around the time he got high, and that places him at Debbie and Gale's apartment right during the time that Debbie would have been killed. Yeah. So he's able to figure out that. Okay. At least I know I didn't kill Debbie, but if I give the police this alibi, then I'm going to have to admit that I smoked marijuana. And that is, I guess, equally as terrifying as being a murderer. (laughs) God. So he, he doesn't totally know what to do with this information, but at least he knows he didn't kill Debbie.
1: (laughs) I do love that. Like Gail's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll tell him that you were here getting high with me. Like back (laughs) back then admitting. Yeah. Back, but back even, I mean, only now have we, are we having like recreational or even medical marijuana be legal and people are are not really getting arrested at the rate that they were. But like back then for him to be like, yeah, sure. I'll tell him that you were partying with me. (laughs) He's
0: like, Gail's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gail is, uh, white. So I, Ex- exactly. I'm sure he would just get like no time served, maybe like a year of probation. And, and that would be that. Right. Exactly. He's he, 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 not going to be like stolen from him. I doubt that he would even get that. They would probably be like, thank you for your information and your, and your service, sir. Have a good day. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. You're a scumbag now. Get out of my courtroom. Right. <laughs> uh Okay, again, I'm sorry. My mind is all over the place. But eventually, Sheriff Mumford comes to the conclusion that Gail is the one that killed Debbie. And Gail ends up getting arrested. And they see it on the news. And you would think like, all right, Hank, you're off the hook. They got somebody else. But of course, Hank being a decent person, right. this doesn't sit well with him because poor stupid, idiot stoner gail is like being accused of debbie's murder he did not do it and hank wants like he, he doesn't feel right about it but he's conflicted as to whether he should clear gail's name because then he would have to admit that he was smoking pot with gail uh, at the time and so he doesn't say anything right away uh <laughs> after gail after the murder is pinned on Gale. I guess everyone has like a nice dinner together at Sugarfoot's. Uh Hank, Peggy Buck, ms Liz, um the- Sheriff Mumford, that one Texas Ranger is there too. He's mm-hmm. just kind of been in the background the whole time just like sh- every once in a while he pops up and Sheriff Mumford's just like, "Oh, how are you doing solving this case?" "Oh, not very good." "Oh, good <laughs> luck to you. Enjoy your slurpee." <laughs> <laughs> and this texas ranger is just like okay i'll just enjoy my peanut m&ms i'm just i'm just observing <laughs> <laughs> uh but that the texas ranger is at this dinner too and they're all kind of uh celebrating the case being solved however at this dinner hank can't stand it anymore the sheriff is just like i did it i solved the case I'm glad we figured this out that hippie's gonna fry mm-hmm. whatever and Hank can't stand it. And he's finally just like, all right, I have to tell you all something. Gail couldn't have done it because he was with me all night. And and we were hanging out and we were smoking pot. And I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry about this. It reminded me a lot of that scene from Dirty Dancing when uh, Johnny, Patrick Swayze's character, gets uh-huh. a- accused of stealing. There have been like, minor wallet thefts throughout the summer at this resort where they all dance i guess and um (laughs) and finally patrick swayze's character gets like the crimes get pinned on him and they're like well mrs so-and-so's wallet went missing last night and patrick swayze was there so guess what he's fired he's out of there and then uh baby his Mm. love interest Finally, in front of her father and her family and everyone at the resort is just like, all right, I have to tell you, Patrick Swayze couldn't have done this, and I know that he couldn't have done it because he was with me all night and we were banging like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) As she's she's trying not to look at her father sitting right there. I'm so sorry. But it was just the two of us all night, so I know he couldn't have done it. Um. Oh, but, my
1: God, if I could stand up and announce to an entire room that I <laughs> fucked Patrick Swayze with my dad there, I would stare my dad in the eyes and be like, I fucked Patrick Swayze. And then we'd <laughs> high five. And then I, would not, I would feel not a single ounce of shame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it does remind me of that Hanks just like it couldn't have been Gail because I was with him all night and we were doing it like animals (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) and then Sheriff Mumford is just like like stands up and announces this to everyone and then Sheriff Mumford is just like well then if it wasn't uh Gail then it must have been Buck or this person or that person and And it wasn't any of those people. He's completely wrong. He's just taking blind stabs in the dark. He's out of his mind. I don't know how he's in charge of this investigation. I know. Next person, he's like, it was Bobby! (laughs) I don't know. He's just going to start blaming everyone. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Everyone just starts, like, accusing everyone else. There's just, like, so much hubbub, and no one knows, like, who did it now after Hank's confession. And then finally... Uh, The Texas Ranger stands up. His name is Lester Payton. He stands up and he's just like, Uh, everyone shut up for a second. I know how Debbie died. And they all get quiet and and endless. And like Sheriff Mumford is just like, yeah, right. But yeah, uh, Lester is just like, hang on. I'll tell you. So here's the story. With the restaurant visible from her apartment, Debbie saw the Strickland's arriving at Sugarfoots together the night that they reconciled. And uh, that she saw this happen after she talked to Hank. And so she was pissed. So she grabbed Buck's shotgun that he was keeping at her apartment, one of his hidden assets. Mm-hmm. And in a fit of jealousy, she marched down to Sugarfoots and hid in the dumpster with the gun, waiting for Buck and Ms. Liz To come out. And then I guess she was just going to shoot them both. She's nuts. What
1: a fucking crazy ass.
0: Yeah, she's crazy. But she was waiting for a while. She started to get hungry. So she hops out of the dumpster. Goes to the convenience store across the street. Uh, She buys herself some snacks and drinks. And apparently there's camera footage from the security camera at the convenience store. So this just proves uh, the Texas Ranger story. Mm-hmm. So you see her buying this, all these snacks and drinks while she has the shotgun like under her armpit, like in <laughs> this <know>. convenience store. <laughs> <I know. laughs> she couldn't just leave it in the dumpster. Uh, but she has it with her. She takes her shotgun and her snacks back across the street. What she doesn't realize is that while she was buying these snacks, Miss Liz and Buck have left, Mm -hmm. but they left in Ms. Liz's car. So Debbie doesn't realize that they left. She sees that Buck's car is still at Sugarfoot. So she assumes, all right, they're still there. So with all of her snacks and her shotgun, she attempts to climb back into the dumpster so she can keep waiting (laughs) while she eats her snacks. (laughs) Um, But because her arms are so full as she's climbing into the dumpster, she accidentally pulls the trigger on her shotgun and ends up killing her own self. Oh, God. And that's
1: how she died. Debbie Grund killed Debbie Grund. That's right. Damn.
0: Yeah. R.I.P. Debbie. R.I.P. Debbie, damn. What an embarrassing way to die. What a horrible, horrible... I mean, she's clearly insane... She was, like, going to destroy Hank's marriage. She was going to murder Ms. Liz and Buck. And she was willing to eat snacks. Eat... I think she had nachos. She was willing to eat nachos in a dumpster, which... How do you know where the nachos end and the dumpster begins?
1: Of all the crimes she was willing to commit, that one is by far the worst.
0: <laughs> I know. I feel like Jesus was just upstairs and he was just like, nachos and a dumpster, enough. I know. Anyway, okay,
1: we're we're done. We're done here. We're done. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: I've had it. I've had enough of you. Enough, Debbie. This is the final straw. Uh so the murder has been solved it wasn't a murder Debbie accidentally accidentally killed herself just in her fit of jealousy and rage Hank uh, apologizes to Bobby you know he's been going through so much this episode just just terrified of being accused of like found out that he like did drugs and he even had a whole talk with Bobby like just never do drugs trust me I can't tell you why, but just never do drugs is the worst <laughs> thing. And now Bobby has to find out that his father did do drugs, and so Hank apologizes to Bobby, even though it was it was not on purpose. It was an accident, an honest an accident. mistake. Yep. But all in all, everyone, everything ends uh, except for Debbie. <laughs> everything just goes back to normal. Everyone, That's right. everyone's okay. Like uh, you know, Hank is off the hook. Uh, Buck and Ms. Liz are reunited. Peggy has the peace of mind of knowing that Hank didn't murder anyone or cheat on her. And Sugarfoots, I guess, goes back to Ms. Liz and Buck, which I'm sure all the employees are relieved for.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, even Sugar, it's already, like, back to normal in this episode. Like, when they're all eating there, it's back to its previous glory.
0: Yep. And... That's basically the episode. Yay! Ooh,
1: wow, sorry, I feel... Was... Oh, Oh, go ahead. How do you feel? I was going to say, I feel relieved that we found out uh, who Debbie's murderer was.
0: I know, and I'm sorry if that was all over the place. There really are a lot of different things going on in this episode. It's not It's not uh, as straightforward as some no. other episodes where it's like, this happens, and then this follows it, and then this follows right. it. There's a lot of like intricate plot lines being woven together and it really is a very complex and thrilling uh <laughs> part two it sure is mm-hmm. well done so, Jamie. amy tell me your parts what yes. do you like
1: all right so uh there's a few um of course you know, I love when Hank gets high the first time. Although, honestly, I don't even think he got high. I think he was just so terrified that his anxiety went out of control, which happens. It happens. I, and I will say, though, like anytime that I've gotten high recently, my anxiety was through the goddamn roof.
0: But I love- I'm sure if he I'm sure if he didn't know that it was a marijuana cigarette, he might have just felt a little tired and like, oh, I feel weirdly tired and just went to bed. Right. Of course, I love when he says, oh, God, I'm going on a trip. And I look like I'm <laughs> doped
1: out of my gourd. <laughs> I love him. God. Do
0: you remember the first time you got high, Jackie? All right. Anyone in my family, you can skip ahead a little bit. But yes, I do. <laughs> yeah? How how old were you? It was at a sleepover in ninth grade. And mm-hmm. we just watched Half Baked. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. And I remember thinking, like. Ooh, that's cool I would love to get high and then my friend's older sister who had a couple friends over of course <laughs> she was in like 11th grade and she had this one friend and I remember he had uh an eyebrow ring and a tattoo <laughs> of a scorpion oh my god <laughs> and he was sitting right next to me and he was just like you want to get high and I was like Oh no. Oh no. And And I ended up dating him for about four months I was until his parents sent him to Christian rehab. And I never saw him again. Oh my God. Of course, of course
1: it was somebody older than you with an eyebrow ring and a scorpion tattoo that you, of course you ended
0: up dating him. (laughs) Oh my God. Jackie, no. And I do remember thinking like, they just kept saying like, all right, like here's one joint, here's another. Do you feel anything? And I was like, I don't think so. But I do remember going in and I ate like almost all of my friend's birthday cake by myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yes. I Okay. So I was 13. I was in eighth grade and my sisters, of course, were older than me. Like they were probably in like almost seniors in high school at that point. They're seven, six years older than me. And they took me and my good friend to the beach one night because we lived on the beach side. Well, we didn't live on the beach side, but we live, live near the beach. So they took us to the beach and we sat underneath one of the boardwalks (laughs) and I watched them roll a joint using like a dollar bill to like help them roll it. Right. And I remember my friend, she was like, are we going to smoke the dollar? (laughs) And and I and in my shitty ass, I didn't know, but I just immediately went like, "No God, that's so stupid." But I didn't know. I was thinking the same thing, <laughs> but because my sisters laughed, I was like, "Oh my God, you're such a ding dong." No, <laughs> <laughs> I had never fucking smoked before. I didn't know, so we did smoke, and I did get high because at first I thought, "Oh, I don't really feel anything," but then we went to Walmart and we walked oh around Walmart, and I remember like feeling like it is really fucking bright in here and <laughs> and we went to like and then we went to taco bell and i got taco bell and i was like this is the best food i've ever ate
0: <laughs> i'm telling you that cake i ate i was like i was just standing over the party table with all of the snacks <laughs> the party <just> t- eating, <laughs> eating cake right off of the cake platter and i was like this is the best cake i've ever had i know i know you don't You don't really really, looking back at it,
1: I was like, I was for sure high. Like, not like, not like a normal, like when you would get stoned later, you knew you were really fucking high. But at the time I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't really think I feel that different. But then looking back at how fucking bright Walmart was and how good that Taco Bell tasted, I was for sure really high.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, So anyway. Okay. So poor Hank, he didn't have as good an experience, I guess. <laughs> no, he didn't. Poor guy. Um,
1: let's see. Just why, why the fuck would Hank stand on the edge of a quarry with Buck Strickland? Because he even says like, Buck, if you're he, wh- wh- what he says, he says, Mr. Strickland, sir, I want you to know, I don't think I killed Debbie. And he, and then Strickland says, I care for that girl, Hank. And he goes, Well, so if you took me out here to kill me, I believe that would be premature.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the way Buck treats Hank this episode, and I meant to bring it up. Oh, unforgivable. I knew I was forgetting something at the end of the episode, but when they realized that Debbie accidentally killed herself, and Buck is just straight up like... Sorry, I tried to frame you, Hank, but you know I was just trying to protect Ms. Liz, and Hank is just like, "Oh, that's okay, I guess," and just lays down to resume his doormat position. Oh, it, unforgivable on both their parts. Hank should have been like, <laughs> "Fuck you, forever," but this is
1: <clears throat> unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah, this is what Buck says. He says, "Sorry about that whole frame-up, Tonto. I was under a lot of stress."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You almost destroyed my marriage and my life and almost sent me to jail. Uh, Prison. I guess, I guess I understand. Well, what? No fucking way. No
1: fucking way. I love when Peggy, you know, Peggy and Hank are in the bed and he's like, you know that I didn't kill Debbie, right? And she's like, oh, of course I know you didn't kill Debbie. But, you know... Why the one thing I don't understand is why the sheriff kept saying he kept mentioning your relationship with Miss Liz, your relationship Relationship. with Miss Liz. And he kept saying it like that. Why is that, Hank? And then (laughs) Hank has to tell her, like, well, uh, uh, there was a fraudulent propane uh, emergency and Miss Liz was in a kimono. And she wanted me to service her accessories, uh. not not propane. <laughs> uh. And I love it because at first Peggy's like, oh, okay, all right, so so Miss Liz, or like, something along the lines of like, Buck thought that you guys were together and you had to kill that, De- whatever. She's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. And then all of a sudden she's like, but I just have one question. Why didn't you tell me
0: Miss Liz made a pass at you? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right, you had to kill Debbie and everything, but <laughs> why? <What>?
1: Yummy. <laughs> I know, and I love I love cuz later on he's like, "Well, I told you about um a naked Miss Liz and the Jacuzzi and she's just like cuz he did not mention that she was naked the first time, but she Peggy just goes, "Did you see her breasts?" <laughs> he saw breasts and I was going to say muff, but that's just stupid. <laughs> Yeah, he saw breast and bussy. So bussy. Bussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so I love that with with Peggy and just <sighs> him, you know, all this information coming out and she's like, "Who are you, Hank Hill?" when he says that he was smoking weed and you know, she didn't even know that he was smoking cigarettes and all sorts of crazy shit. Um I love this Stupid little part with Gail. Like when when Hank is at Gail's and he's just like, Hey, when did you know he's over there and Gail's just like, Yeah, man, I'll tell him that you were partying with me smoking weed. I don't care. And then all of a sudden he's like, Hey, you wanna go in a chat room with Gene Roddenberry's yeah. wife? <laughs> I was like, What? And then I looked it up, but Gene Roddenberry, he's just like a tele- he was a screenwriter, producer, creator,
0: Star Trek. Oh, I know yeah. that because I'm very into Star Trek right now.
1: I know it was so funny. I was like, "God damn it! It's the little things with this fucking show." Like, yeah, hey, you want to go in the chat room with Gene Roddenberry's wife? wife? I, you know, and you have to believe that it really is Gene Roddenberry's wife because who the hell is going to use that as a right? fake alias online? Who's going to know who the fuck that <laughs> yeah. is? Is. Oh, it killed me. um And then, of course, you know this last one with with Bobby. It's just a great little Bobby part where uh the the Walker Texas Ranger, the Texas Ranger, is just like describes the deal that Peggy gets by getting the nachos and the drink, and Bobby just says, "My God, that is one heck of yeah, a deal." My <laughs> God.
0: I love it. And that's pretty much all I got. That's awesome. I have a few things written down that you didn't mention. Um, I love this part between Hank and Dale and Bill when, you know, the heat is on Hank and and he's nervous about being exposed for doing drugs and he's talking to the guys in the alley and uh, they're talking about Debbie's murder and Hank's just like, you don't think the police will want to run a drug test on Debbie's coworkers, do you? <laughs> and then Dale's like, now that you mention it, I'm positive they will. They'll drug test everyone in Arlen. The price for a bag of clean urine will double. And then Bill's like, what do you think will happen to the price of poo-poo? And Dale says, unchanged. <laughs> <What a> poo-poo. <laughs> poo-poo. <pill. laughs> Who's buying poo-poo? Um... <laughs> Oh, speaking of poo-poo, I did think of you recently, Amy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just because um, a couple of uh, hipsters were walking by my house one morning, and they were walking their big shaggy dog, and right in the very front of my house, right in front of the walkway, their big dog took a big giant crap right in front of my house, and they just did nothing they just walked away and (gasps) left it there oh yeah oh you fuckers I was so mad I literally banged on my window but they couldn't hear me (laughs) I was like no I would have oh you know you know that's the
1: thing that's why I can't have a dog because the embarrassment that I would have by having to stand there while it takes a dump in front of everyone are you kidding me and I and then having to clean it
0: up listen no I don't I don't uh... (sighs) I never liked having to walk my dog when I had one. No. And every time you bend down to, every time you put that bag over your hand to pick up the oh. poo, oh. 10 cars ride by, yes. 50 people come out of their houses. I mean, look at me. I just <laughs> happened to walk up to my window. The forces of like poo universe rules compelled me to look out my window and watch this happen and they did not pick it up and I was so pissed but then I remembered what you were saying I remembered you said that dog poo is actually really good for roses and my roses have Mm. been looking great lately so I was I've been thinking about it's still out there I've been I've been thinking about that shit about it a lot and I wanted to shovel it up and throw it into my roses but Will was just so disgusted (laughs) <laughs> the idea, but I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about you anyway. Well, I, you know,
1: again, again, I've, I've mentioned this uh, because my insane grandma used to put dog shit on our rose bush, and it thrived, but I don't know. She was God, insane. Amy,
0: you say so things I with don't such know. authority. I just believe
1: you. I, I know. And I know, and I'm sorry. I know I do that and I am aware of it and I'm never going to stop because it's how I've gotten ahead in life, I but trust- <laughs> I just want <laughs> you. I just want you to know that I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah, mum Okay. Yeah, I, I came from mum-um who was who used to speak in tongues while she was doing the dishes. So please, just take that with a
0: grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> the price of poo-poo is unchanged. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Uh, at one point, Hank is just so freaked out about his drug use and and you know possibly murdering debbie in a marijuana blackout uh he goes to see a counselor um (laughs) and he says to the guy like he's asking him all these questions about marijuana (laughs) he he like tells him his he like gives a fake name and everything um yeah but he just wants to like find out more about he's just trying to figure out if he killed debbie and he says so you know, they're talking about blackouts and he's like, so theoretically someone could take dope, blackout in a field and kill a coworker, and the counselor says, coworker, cab driver, prostitute, don't matter who <laughs> I just love that counselor.
1: I know. It's so and I love it because Hank is like talking about he says like dope and like, you know, get really fucked up on drugs. I mean, if he
0: had just said like get high from smoking weed, One the counselor would be marijuana. like He'd be like, what? No. There's no way. <laughs> Were you taking psychedelics in addition or something? No? Then no. R- right. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Hank's having this conversation and the counselor even says, you know, I spent time in prison with a guy who was in there for murder and he had no memory of committing this murder. Which is terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then um, <laughs> Hank is just getting so desperate and and he's just so stressed out about- this murder and him doing drugs on accident and getting found out that he has a talk with Bobby and he's like Bobby I just want you to promise me that you will never ever do drugs and Bobby's like I promise and Hank's like a promise means nothing when a junkie tricks you into smoking a joint which you think is a cigarette which you shouldn't smoke either now promise me promise me Bobby and Bobby's like okay okay I promise and then Hank's just like promises me nothing
1: (laughs) I, know, I love it for bobby you can't like win for a- he's like come on i know i said i wouldn't
0: and then bobby <laughs> even says look dad i'm never i'm never gonna use drugs because drugs are for losers and i'd never want to disappoint you plus i want to be the first chubby comic to live past 35
1: oh that makes me wonder if chris farley had died by then i don't think so god if he was only 35
0: my god he was young. hey was google how old was Chris Farley when he died? Chris Farley was 33 years old. <gasps> 33. 33?
1: My age. Good oh grief. Sugar. Oh. He had a rough time. Oh, I love him. Oh, God. He was so hot. Oh, my God. I, so attractive. I know. God oh, God. oh, so funny. So
0: hot. Love him. Yeah. Poor babe. Okay. Okay. i like that um every once in a while sheriff mumford crosses paths with this uh texas ranger ranger peyton and sheriff mumford always has a dig to throw at this texas ranger because he's just so insecure and he's just desperate to prove like we don't need you i can solve this case by myself and um he sees uh the texas ranger ranger peyton peyton leaving uh i don't know uh uh mini mart with some snacks and Sheriff Mumford's just like leaving the get in get out so soon Peyton I'm sure there's some candy bars you haven't questioned yet why don't you take them three musketeers into separate rooms maybe one of them will crack <laughs> 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 and then and then Ranger Peyton's just like that's a good one Sheriff how'd he ever let you get away <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's such a
0: that good is bird. such a fucking good burn gets some <laughs> yep. right back <laughs> oh, I like uh, <laughs> when uh, Sheriff Mumford is talking to Peggy and Hank, and he's just like, Debbie's roommate has an interesting alibi for the night of the murder. Says he was with you, sparking up a J. And Peggy's like, In English, please? And Sheriff Mumford says, Lighting up a J. And Peggy's just like, Oh! <gasps> <gasps> I know, what I love
1: her. She's like, and now you have two murders to to investigate. Debbie's and the assassination of my husband's good name.
0: And then Bobby follows up with, how dare you? My dad would never use drugs. I say good day, Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the last quote I wrote down, we kind of already said, but uh, it's <laughs> it's when Buck is quote unquote explaining himself and he's just like, talking to hank and he's like sorry about the whole frame up there old top but i was under a lot of stress and hank's just like uh yeah okay i guess if my mistress had been murdered and my wife was a suspect uh yeah (laughs) because
1: you know damn well hank would be like sorry peggy i gotta turn you in (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: but that's pretty much all of the quotes i had so that's that well done. Then let's do uh,
1: listener comments, and I believe we have yet another song. Yay! Yes. Let me let me look it up. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Here we go. Listener comments. Listening for the rest of your life. Peggy. Hill. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Love it! Very good, very Who good. Who said that? You. Oh, yep, yeah. good. <laughs> yes, that is from Felin B.
0: Ooh, thank what, you. What a great name! I, I could know have, I sworn have sworn that, that was. I wouldn't have been surprised if that was Kathy and Jimmy. I know, right? And it's yeah. uh, they're
1: in Enchanted Ways on Instagram.
0: Oh, I'm enchanted with your ways.
1: Oh, you know it. Well done, everybody. Okay, listen though. Here's a little twist on the listener comments. We are only we on, this is a this is a Discord Patreon exclusive listener comment request. Okay. Okay. And
0: Jackie does not have Discord yet, so I will be reading all of them. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, then I'll prepare to react.
1: Good. Ah. All right. Shirts and crafts
0: <laughs> says. It's a side
1: effect of the marijuana poisoning. (laughs) Good reaction, Jackie. Thank you. The one and only Robin. Two things from Luann. They're arresting the murderer, and it's a woman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. Yaha, her name is Gail. (laughs) They also said, of course,
1: there's always herbs good lord that's street talk for marijuana (laughs) (laughs) they also said uh peggy screaming what the fuck is that (laughs) it's a laugh track (laughs) (laughs) Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) don't call me (laughs) caitlin (laughs) don't call me caitlin what do you think will happen to the price of poo poo unchanged
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't call me caitlin Also, Debbie bought all the flowers on her own desk before yes. she died. Uh, the one and only Robin also says I think I always think it's adorable at the end when Bobby grounds Hank for smoking. <laughs> Lord Smashem, Look, dad, I'm never going to use drugs because drugs are for losers and I never want to disappoint you. Plus, I want to be the first chubby comic to live past 35.
0: I love that their name is Lord Smashem.
1: I know it's good. Uh, from uh, a con one. This is from Lord smashham Khan. Hey, Charlie Manson, could you autograph this Sugarfoot oh. napkin I pulled out of the dumpster? If you're the murderer, I'll auction it on eBay for big bucks. Oh hell
0: yeah! <laughs> I forgot about that. A good. And that's how con quote. Yeah, and it jogs his memory of the eBay. That's right. Yep. He's like, you. Ju- you might have just made my signature worthless. <laughs> uh let's see.
1: I'm not going to read these because part of them are my uh trivia, so I'm very sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. Uh let's see. <laughs> Allison says, "Do you want to go into a chat room with Gene Roddenberry's wife?" It kills me literally every single time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get Gene Roddenberry's wife on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um
1: And that's it for now. That's all we've got for now.
0: Excellent. So well
1: done, everybody in our Discord. You can join our Discord and talk Mm -hmm. to us and also have exclusive listener comment rights if you join our Patreon. Thank you, Discordies. Thank y'all. Trivia time! You ready? Yes! Oh, thank God. All right, let's do this. Okay.
0: Amy. Jackie. In the past year, at least how many people in Dale's gun club have died? Oh, holy hell. Three. Ah, two. Oh, okay. I mean, it's possible it was three, but at least two of them had autopsies done. Oof. All right. Let's see.
1: All right, Jackie. Uh-huh. In Sugarfoots, what are the three places Miss Liz and Buck
0: Fucked. Ooh. Uh, oh man. Ugh. Oh man. I want to say like the meat locker. Yep. That's one. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on top of, uh, the fryer. Oh, ow. Wow. No, <laughs> I don't know. All right. The
1: storeroom. Okay. The meat locker and the slop sink. Ew. <laughs> Ew, I know. I mean, the the two of those things are the most filthy things you could describe: slop sink and
0: meat locker. Ew! <laughs> they all sound like really, really derogative names for a vagina.
1: Well, absolutely, including the storeroom. <laughs> and also, like, I love how proud and like naughty liz and buck look as the walk the texas walker ranger whatever as he's reading off all the places they fuck they're like yeah like looking at each other like "Mm -hmm, we sure did didn't we
0: guilty as charged
1: (laughs) arrest me
0: officer for being
1: (laughs) disgusting
0: (laughs) all right amy yes what appliances do the hills have in their garage a washer and a dryer (gasps) yes yeah. <laughs> well, on the Wikipedia King of the Hill site, it says this is the first episode to ever feature a washer and dryer in the Hills garage. Wow. Okay. So good, good eye. eye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Jackie, what is the fake name that Hank gives the drug counselor? Jones. That's right, Mr. Jones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: You, you got another one.
1: one? No. I have one more. Okay. What is the what's the first name of the get in get out cashier from the surveillance tape?
0: <gasps> oh, what a good one! Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Brad. <laughs> it's Freddie.
0: Freddie. Oh, oh Freddie. Good old Freddie. <laughs> Amy, do you know what the next episode is? No. Uh, All right. Well, I can't act it out, but it is (laughs) Naked Ambition. You absolutely could have acted that out. I was afraid to. (laughs) (laughs) So next time,
1: next time we'll do that, you can act it out and we'll put it on our OnlyFans lunch slash Jackie's Naked Charades. There
0: we go. (laughs) Uh, This is another episode featuring Luann's boobies, right? Oh. Uh, is of? it? Isn't it the one where Bobby sees her, accidentally sees her naked? No, I don't think so. Man, what is Which it, one then? is this? Oh, maybe it is.
1: That's so weird because this is like grown Oh, you're right. It is. It is. is. It? I didn't oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I'm sorry.
0: I was thinking that was a much later season. I know when I saw this pop up, I was surprised as well. I was like, "Oh, we're jumping right into this!" But we just—it feels like we just had a um, an episode that featured Luann's boobies, which was uh, it was the one with uh, a beer can named Desire. What happens with her boobs in that one? She wins. She drinks Hank's beer, wins the prize, and jumps up and down so that oh. her boobs like <laughs> start spinning, and she almost flies away. <laughs> right
1: right now i remember
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh Oh, that's right Uh, all right well cool sounds good okay um (laughs) and yeah so excited about that uh any anything else amy
1: that's it. Follow us on Instagram, hello at hoyapod.com. Please leave us some iTunes reviews. We would love you dearly for it. Uh, join our Facebook group, our Facebook page. Send us an email, hello at hoyapod.com, if you want to send in your listener comment song. And other than that, I got nothing else. I love you. Do
0: we have a P.O. box yet? Not yet. Working on it. All right. But hang tight because it's happening, it's going to happen. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. And until next time. Via, Via Con
0: Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, everyone. Thank you. This was a great episode. Thank you so much. Oh, wonderful. Good job, us. Okay, good job, us. Thank you. It's over, it's over, what do you want?